Hello and welcome to the Tack Rag Podcast. My name is Kevin Nelson and I am, it is my honor to be your host. Uh, in today's episode, uh, you're going to hear a conversation that I had with Mr. Dean Hancock. Dean is the owner president of Fleet Collision Solutions. Uh, he is uh, does consulting work with uh, 4PPG now uh, for heavy duty truck uh, repair facilities. Uh, mostly with independent heavy-duty truck repair facilities. Dean uh, is, in this episode, you're going to hear him talk about his history, how he came into the business, like most of uh, most of our uh, independent uh, shop owners, started out cleaning the floors and worked his way up into through an automotive repair facility, and then ended up in a shop that was doing heavy-duty truck repair, ended up buying the business, and then... Uh, had it for 14 years and sold it to Gerber, uh, then moved full-time into this consulting role. And uh, anyway, great conversation, uh, great information about estimating about what's in front of uh, the heavy-duty truck repair uh, repairers uh, in the future, what they miss, and most often in, in writing estimates, uh, what, what estimating systems are best, what management systems uh, communicate best with those estimating heavy-duty truck estimating systems. Uh, so information that uh, we get asked questions about that uh, we hope that you'll find uh, useful. Enjoy this episode. Well, welcome to the TACRAG uh, podcast, Dean. Uh, I hope this finds you well. How's your day started? Doing great. How about you? I'm fantastic. So to give our audience uh, a better understanding, let's go back in time. Who is Dean Hancock? Uh, I have spent a little time in the collision industry, about 38 years. Um, started out as uh, cleaning up the shop and working my way up to a painter's helper. And uh, I was a painter for about 10 years. And um, a local jobber uh, wanted me to come to work for them. And I uh, spent three years with them. And they were um, bought out by a uh, consolidator. Uh, later went to work for Sherwin-Williams for about nine years and uh, oddly enough went back to uh, a shop that I had worked at in the 80s as a painter um, and the gentleman wanted to retire so I ended up buying him out. All right hang on you've got you've got you've like gathered us a lot right there let me ask a couple of questions of you. Okay. You started out in a shop was this an automotive repair shop? Correct. Cleaning and working your way through and was Basically learned the hard way, hands-on, right, of how to paint and how to fix a car. Correct, yes. All right, all right. Now we're back, we're back to where you now have bought a shop. Yes, so I uh, bought the gentleman out and owned it for 14 years. And uh, we did automotive and trucks, but we were primarily a truck shop. And uh, I was, That's unusual in the marketplace today, right? I mean... Just yeah. space and size of the booth is different. Everything is different. So how did it work back then where you had automotive and uh, and fleet? Well, you know, we could put an all, uh, automobile in a truck booth, but we couldn't put a truck in a booth. So all our booths were um, truck booths. Perfect. And uh, we kind of separated it. We had a uh, one end of the shop was designated for cars and had designated uh, estimators for cars and vice versa for trucks. All right, so 
when did what was the time frame that you had bought the business? I bought the business in 2004. And you owned it for 14 years. Did I hear you say that? Correct. Yes. And did you ever transition away from automotive to only heavy duty truck? We started transitioning that way toward the end. Uh, we, we were did a lot of DRP work on the automotive side. And uh, we got to where we just decided that, you know, the, the trucks was our thing. We're set up to do trucks. So we started phasing out the automobiles. Now, I got to ask a question then. Did you see the, the writing on the wall with the automotive as far as the insurance was concerned? Was there was there more profit available to you in a heavy-duty truck versus automotive in as far as gross margin? Or was it just you that's where you were more comfortable at, at in, in repairing in the repair process? Both, because uh, we, you know, it didn't take long um, to realize that, hey, we make a lot more money off of doing trucks than we do cars. And the shop was more set up to do trucks. Gotcha. Gotcha. So 14 years you're there. What uh, what happened? What transpired then? Um, I was actually doing a class in um, at the HD repair forum. And I had a gentleman approach me and asked me if uh, I'd ever thought about selling. And he was with Gerber. And jokingly, I said, every day. <laughs> so that Monday, I get a phone call that says, hey, I was serious. And uh, it wasn't long after that we did. We closed the deal and um, we became Gerber. And after my contract was up, I decided that um, I would go home and um, – Got back into uh, facilitating classes and doing some consulting. So um, here I am at Fleet Collision Solutions. So you sold the business to Gerber. And, and quite honestly, we here at NCS SSI, we service a whole bunch of Gerbers. And mm -hmm. when somebody told me that Gerber owned a truck shop, I was like, no, they don't. But they own more than one, don't they? How many... How many Heavy-duty truck collision centers does Gerber own? At one time, they had 14. Um, a lot of them were through uh, acquisitions of car shops that already had a truck shop. I think now they have eight truck shops. Gotcha. Now, some of them are really small. All right. So let me ask this, Dean. You, got a, you sold the business, which is, I mean, that's fantastic. What led you back into consulting? You know, I really enjoyed facilitating classes. Um, I had done some for Exalta uh, for about five or six years, and I really enjoyed it and meeting the, the folks that are at these classes. So um, PPG, um, I saw them at the HD Repair Forum, and they asked me, hey, what are you doing now? And at the time, I was I was actually helping Mike Anderson song at the time. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, because Mike, Mike does handle the Exalta. I don't want to call them twenty groups, but the but the heavy duty truck uh, symposium, I guess, is what they would call it, where they bring all of their heavy duty truck customers in to compare notes and right. Mike did do the business council group for Exalta, but now it's Ron Hewitt. Okay. 
Mike stepped away from um, the, the trucks. I, you know, Mike, you know how hard it is to get Mike Anderson. He's busy. under such demand. So busy, it's unbelievable. Oh, yes. And um, so he decided that, you know, he would just concentrate on cars. And Ron Kewen is now the facilitator of that business council group. So PPG uh, approaches you at a heavy duty forum, truck repair forum meeting. And that, so you are, are you now aligned with PPG to support their heavy duty truck business? I am. Yes, I, I'm doing uh, their, um, we will have an advanced class probably mid-year. Uh, right now we have a fundamentals class that I'm, that I'm doing and I'm also doing some consulting for PPG's truck shops. Now, when you talk about advanced or fundamentals, you're talking about estimating, right? Correct. I'm sorry. Yes. No, it's fine. Esti how how different is estimating in the heavy duty truck world versus the automotive world? Well, it's a big difference. You know, for for one, on the truck side, most of those trucks are ordered the way the uh, person wants them. So there's a lot of differences between from truck to truck to truck. And that's one of the reasons that a lot of the estimating softwares are inadequate and in having the, everything that's on the truck. You know, the other thing is um, there's no parts pricing. You have to call and get a quote from your local dealer. And the biggest reason for that is the heavy duty trucks were not part of the right to repair act that the automotive was on. Gotcha. I got you. And the other side of it is, you know, there's, there's not a lot of insurance companies out there or direct repair programs for the truck side. So you're doing a lot of fleet work with people that are self-insured. So there's a lot of off-site estimating you have to go do. I gotcha. So, and in your consulting life now, you know, working with have independent heavy duty truck repair facilities and or working with, with you know, MSO truck repair facility or dealership truck repair facility, what do you see as the, what's, what are the top three things that estimators are missing in the heavy duty truck world when they're writing an estimate? Um, you know, ADAS has become a big deal on trucks now. And let's face it, the truck world has been behind the car world for a long time. Mm. I'd say the biggest thing that I see missed on these trucks is um, seatbelts, the replacement, or at least a seatbelt inspection, um, calibration of the uh, radars, lane deterrence, and forward-facing cameras, and I think lastly would probably be the hardware that's involved on the repair, such as rivets. Mm, I got you. I got you. Now, gosh, I could go so many different directions here because you, you made my brain go crazy. <laughs> ADOS on a heavy-duty truck, there, what, what is the year? Is it 2025 that it's gonna, they're going to have mandatory lane uh, depart or whatever they call it? There's going to be specifics that are required on, on every new truck, right? What, what are the things that are going to be required? Well, lane deterrence, um, 
the um, front radar and airbags. You know, Volvo already has airbags. So I know in the automotive world, calibration of ADOS systems is well, it's it, it's it's very hit or miss in my opinion. I don't think there's anybody that's doing it and doing it well. What equipment is required for a shop to be able to to recalibrate a a heavy duty truck, a, a Peterbilt, a freight? It's, yeah, it's it's nothing like for the car world. I mean, you can have um, to do a static calibration on the front radar. You basically need a level and an angle finder. And that's it to do the static, because you know that these are not um, made by each individual manufacturer. They're made by mostly you see Bendix, mm -hmm. and then of course you know you got to do the road test to, to do the final calibration for the forward-facing radar, and the same thing for the lane deterrence. Gotcha, gotcha. So they can do all of that themselves. It's just they're missing. They're missing writing it on the estimate to uh, to get paid for doing that. Correct. Gotcha. Now, you mentioned uh, estimating software and systems. Uh, I think everybody that will be listening to this podcast knows that PPG owns a just right. Correct. Which system? I mean, to me, it looks pretty cut and dry, a just right of all of the systems that are out there, it is the most, it is the best. I don't, I don't want to say it's the most complete, but it's the best that's available, right? I agree. I agree. I think it's the best that's available. Um, you know, there's, you don't have about three or four options out there. So in my opinion, Adjust Right is the best. And I'll, let me ask this question because I've been asked the question recently. About a buy a heavy duty, an independent heavy duty truck repair. About they're wanting, are you they're wanting to move to an estimate and not just an estimating system, but a management system. Which which management system do you see that's out there that you would say that's the best one for a heavy duty truck repair facility? Um, I like Summit. Um, I think the when it EMSs from a just right to a management system, I think Summit it goes in easier um, with it goes in pretty well with CCC, but the biggest issue I see with CCC is a just right is king. You cannot go in and make an adjustment to the estimate in CCC. You have to go back into a just right and bring it in again. Reload it into your estimate. Your Correct. So, you know, if you had a one-line supplement, it's almost as easy to type it in a just right and type it in um, Summit and be done with it. Gotcha. Gotcha. So how many, how many, in your travels, how many heavy-duty repair facilities are utilizing a and estimating software now? It's growing. It's getting more and more. Um, I can remember when I first started, there was still a lot of folks that were handwriting on a sheet of paper. Sure. So, you know, with Adjust Right and Mitchell, um, I would say majority of the folks are using some sort of software. 
Now, are you seeing, is that because the insurance companies, if, if companies are covered, then they're not self-insured. Are they requiring a, a an electronic estimate now? I think they're realizing it's a lot easier to use an electronic estimate to email it or to to either the customer or the insurance company. Gotcha. Um, and equally, how what number of shops are you of heavy duty repair facilities are you seeing utilizing a uh, management system? To, to manage their overall business? I think that's a growing market for the management systems as well. Um, you know, uh, on the truck side of it, a lot of these dealerships are using, um, what's it called? Uh, LK, LC, LKD or something like that, um, using whatever the, the system that the uh, dealership uses. On the independent side, I'm seeing more and more folks going to a management system. Well, I mean, if you're not if you're not measuring it, you can't, you can't fix it, right? I mean, the bottom line: if you don't know where the money's going, you can't you can't stop the leak. That's for sure, right? I think there's a lot more benefits to that too. You know, we you know we own our shop. We used um, Summit for a long time, and we were able to track things like why did we have returns on parts? So I could go to my dealer and say, hey, look, you know, this is costing you money. This is costing me money. Here's what I spent with you for the year, and here's what I sent back and why. So it, it resulted in a lot of these manufacturers allowing me to look up my own part numbers. And that return on parts went to almost zero hmm. well yeah because who better to look it up than the one that's looking at the truck right right because now as you said earlier these trucks are built individually almost right i mean right now if you you're talking to a parts guy that can't see it you're trying to describe it you're gonna there's gonna be mistakes right and, and you know the other side of that is it's a it's a um, a language barrier between us because you know what I might call a bracket he calls a gusset and the software calls a support so you get into a battery box situation where you got all three of those he's sending you the support you wanted a gusset so or or you say I don't know send everything right <laughs> then you do have returns right right unbelievable all right so in your consulting practice now you're you're aligned with PPG for for these beginner and, and advanced estimating classes. Are those uh, posted on PPG's website? How, if somebody's interested in attending one of your classes, how do they? How they, do they, do that? they are. They can go to uh, ppgmvp.com and they can get uh, the schedule for the classes or they can get in touch with with the local PPG rep. Or get with a local PPG rep. Okay, got it. And if there is an opportunity or someone has a customer that's saying, I need help way beyond estimating, is that is your does uh does your does your company fleet collision solutions can is that still have to go through PPG or can you contract those consulting gigs like that individually? 
I can consult those individually as long as they're a PPG customer. So you're you are tied to PPG users even in the consulting world. Correct. All right. And do you does do you have a website? I do not. Okay. And is there a phone number if somebody has a PPG customer that needs or wants consulting services that they Absolutely. reach out to you? Yes, sir. I'll give you my number. It's 803-518-7148. That's 803-518-7148. That's correct. Perfect. Well, Dean, man, I I, I really appreciate you taking time to, to jump on here with us. I think it's been informative and, and uh, I appreciate uh, what you're doing to help our industry because if they can repair and make more money, we hope they buy paint from us. That's right. <laughs> <laughs>